On this episode, I got to sit down with Ara Kerbavian. He owns his own carpentry business and recently started a side hustle in 2018 about trading and investing. You can check it out on Instagram at Positive Trading or on his website, positivetrading.ca. And he's also a killer dad. In this episode, we talk about holding yourself accountable, making sacrifices for the long run, and why you should invest in yourself to have a better future. So let's just dive like straight, straight into um, a little bit of backstory of like who you are and um, what your hobbies are. Okay. Well, my name is Ara Kerbabian. I'm 24 years old. Um, I'm the proud dad of a, a five-year-old boy. I'm the owner of AMK Carpentry. Um, it's a local Finnish carpentry business that I've been operating for the past three years. Um, and just recently, in the first uh, few months of 2018, I started a little side hustle on social media, um, and it's been really picking up, so I'm excited to talk about that. Right on. Yeah. So, um, what made you want to start your, uh, your contracting business? Well, I was working with uh, a company in the union, local carpentry union. Are you still in the union? Nope. No. No? I right. left, man. You know what? I Once I started getting good at what I was doing, I didn't want to make people the money anymore. I just wanted to make the money for myself and just cut out the middlemen. So what I started doing was uh, weekend work. Like I started filling up my weekends with side jobs um, and it got to the point where I started making more money on the weekends than I would for the five day work week, right? Damn. So that's when I decided that, you know what, maybe it's a good time to venture out on my own. So I did and uh, just right out of the gate, it was good. Like I had a lot of work. Were you stealing um, like potential clients from, <laughs> from your past workers, maybe? No, I didn't do any of that. I actually just uh, utilized Kijiji. Boom. That was basically it, actually. I just utilized Kijiji, man. Like From the ground up? From the ground up. Just started posting. Um, like when I was working with the, the union company, I'd take pictures occasionally of like the work that I was doing specifically. I wouldn't mm-hmm. like take pictures of other people's work or anything, but just the stuff that I would do. And I would post that on Kijiji to kind of build a portfolio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it took off, man. Like people started going for it. And the more I did little jobs here and there, the more the portfolio grew. Uh, my sister's also a graphic designer, so she helped me out doing a, a nice logo, uh, t-shirts, stuff like that, oh. and you know, branding. So I think branding is super important in basically any endeavor so mm-hmm. do you get the whole package right yeah out, the right whole package the man so as time went on it got a little easier and we started uh scaling up to higher end projects higher end clients higher end homes because the goal was to get into custom homes right um uh, like it. newly built custom mm-hmm. homes got so it. now that's like almost strictly what we do so it's come a long way man i feel like people don't um understand how key having a portfolio is Mm -hmm. a lot of people um and it relates to my industry too they'll be like oh yeah i can i can do that video or i can do something like that it's like well you actually have nothing to show exactly (laughs) great that you can do that but i i don't know yeah i've never seen a picture or a video that exactly that you can complete that so super important for you being able to to kind of see past that and be like okay i'm just going to do all this work really quickly and so i can like market myself as 
like higher than exactly. what I am currently. Like I was actually, I was building up the portfolio during those weekend jobs too. So I still had my job. Um, I was playing it safe. Like I wasn't just going to quit and just go full force right away. Like I built it up um, until I gained enough confidence and had a good amount of pictures and details in my, in my photo albums to, uh, to show potential clients. Because when you walk into a client's house, you got to, it's, it's sales. You got to sell them, right? Mm -hmm. You got to, you got to bring out the iPad and show them pictures and give them <laughs> options. You know, there has to be options. So that is the correct way to leave your main hustle. <laughs> so yeah, safely and yeah, calculated, so very safely. calculated, not just, you know, right away without thinking about it. So you touched on, um, having a little bit of a side hustle in 2018. Mm -hmm. What kind of got you interested in yours? What got me interested in it? Um, a big inspiration is seeing the success of others. Like it's, uh, it's, it's just inspirational. It makes you want to do more. Like I, I listen to podcasts and watch a lot of YouTube and read a lot of books to gain more knowledge and insight on further possibilities, right? Like I don't like being stuck. Mm -hmm. I don't like having a cap to what I'm doing. And that's the main reason why I think anybody should start a side hustle because the more streams of income you have, the more options you have. If you're dependent on one stream of income, you know, I'm a carpenter by trade, but if I go to work and God forbid, break my arm or my leg, mm -hmm. then I'm just sitting at home doing nothing, not, not getting money. paid while the, the bills are racking up. True. Uh, I got a kid to provide for, like yeah. there has to be other options, right? So the whole purpose of a side hustle, in my opinion, is to uh, eventually gain more freedom, give you more options. Do you think that um, being a father has changed your perspective on how you look at things and 150 <laughs> percent like honestly from the moment i even found out i was having a kid my life just went 180 like Damn. perspective change immediately started thinking about career paths and this and that and before that time it was like not really a sense of direction because there's nothing pushing me enough like one of my one of the biggest things about me is that i need accountability mm -hmm. or else i start slacking like I, I need accountability. I need something that's going to be lighting a fire under my, you know what, to, <laughs> to keep me going. Right. Or else I start, I start slacking off because it's like, you start wondering what the point is and stuff. And, uh, you, you veer away from your goals and your, your aspirations. Mm -hmm. So having a kid is like, you know, I'm, I'm solely responsible for providing for this kid. Like I need sure. to give this kid a good future. Do you think you have better time management skills and like prioritize a lot more a hundred percent because he goes to school like he's old enough to go to jk now but he's also been going to daycare since he was like two-ish so i know that i have a window of opportunity to get shit done right so that has made me prioritize a lot more and then when i pick him up from or when i picked him up from daycare and now when i pick him up from uh jk soon to be sk i can't believe how fast he's growing <laughs> um you know when i pick him up i don't want to be on the computer for the rest of the evening. I don't want to be sitting on my phone for the rest of the evening or making like business calls and stuff like, cause I, I like to put myself in his perspective and I don't want him to see me in my phone all the time and not paying attention to him and not engaging with him. So you got to set the example. Yeah. So I, I dedicate my, my evenings towards, uh, just spending time with him. Like we, you know, we watch some, some shows or a movie. We read a bunch of books. I cook dinner for him. Obviously we, you know, we enjoy our, our time together. So, and then when he goes to bed, like I save my, my smaller tasks for when he goes to bed because I can do a few work related things and then I go to bed at a decent time so I can wake up 
mm-hmm. at a decent time in the morning. <laughs> so my, my main work hours are when he's in school, like regular school times, like nine to nine to three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then night. Yeah. And a couple hours at the night. So, so I have to really prioritize. I prioritize my big tasks in the, in the morning and afternoon, like while he's in school. And then all the smaller things that I just are like lingering in the back of my head, I take care of those at nighttime. Was this side hustle one of these things that was lingering in your head one night or like, how did that come to fruition? You know what? Let me think about that for a second. Like, how <laughs> did I, how did I really get inspired to do that? Or was um, it just like, I'm just going to create this Instagram account and because that's what I'm in, I guess even further back, you would have already had to be like investing and yeah no i got into uh, that a few years ago a buddy of mine got me inspired into that um just by talking about it right like i just got just got pumped like i'm i I like hearing about opportunities like i have to explore an opportunity like my mind has to go there and just see if it's feasible or not Mm -hmm. it made a lot of sense and i think everybody uh like the, the side hustle is based around the stock market and forex market like financial markets like trading and investing right so um, and people have a fear about that. Give me a lowdown on like what because investing, um, like stocks, investing, and forex are all different things. Stocks you're just trading yeah. stocks from like companies and brands Company and stuff stocks, like yeah. that. Forex is exchanging um, like world foreign currency. world currency. Yeah. So you're betting on like the euro and the the, the U.S. Yeah. dollar. You're betting two currencies against each other. They're called currency pairs. So like, um, let's say like. CAD USD. If I'm trading that and buying, then I'm betting that the Canadian dollar is going up and the US dollar is going down. Mm-hmm. And if the opposite happens, then I'm losing money. Right. So yeah, that's basically it. So it's it's really similar to the stock market, um, but without all the crazy fundamentals. Like there are fundamentals because obviously there's politics. Like when Trump tweets something, the US dollar drops. <laughs> that's like a fact now. Like people look for that, like professional traders follow Trump just to see what he's saying. Oh, wow. Um, so there is fundamentals, but it's more technical than the stock market. Like the stock market is like, okay, if Elon Musk, you know, loses his temper again at a reporter, yeah. all the shareholders lose like 5% of their uh, their investment and that sucks, right? There's um, just more information that affects the stock market. Exactly. But with currencies, it's like history keeps repeating itself. Mm-hmm. Whereas with companies, it's all dependent on the company's health and how the CEO is running the business and how all the, you know, uh, executive people are running the company, right? So with with forex, it literally just goes back in history. Like you can go twenty years back and look at the same price pair, and you'll see the same similar patterns because history always repeats itself. Wow. But that being said, every month there's fundamental reports that a country um, produces, just like a just like a company, right? Like they they say like the health of the the country and the currency and job reports and earnings reports all that kind of fun stuff um so that can change the price when you're trading as well so there is fundamentals but it's definitely more technical so it's like there's more of a a science and a math to it rather than just like paying attention to how the ceo is running the company so it it appealed to me a little bit more than stocks some somehow at this uh being in somewhat the younger generation this appealed to you (laughs) Like yeah. <laughs> investing your time and, and knowledge for for somebody who's just getting started. How long would you say it kind of took you to understand? Uh, I'm still on the path of understanding, dude. Right. But but you're in like you're obviously doing it. Right I'm in now. it. I'm in it. Like I'm I'm laser focused on it, man. Like I'm I'm fully in it and invested in uh, in these endeavors. But it takes a lot of 
reading books, listening to podcasts, you know, watching YouTube, like spending and sacrificing my free time mm-hmm. to further educate myself. But the the reason behind it all is to achieve someday financial freedom, like to have enough uh, of a like a good enough investment portfolio that that is paying for all my bills and then some. You know, like that's it's financial freedom where you don't have to worry about anything anymore. And Wouldn't that's the that goal. Nice? Yeah. yeah. And so I figured putting the work while I'm young, then maybe by the time I'm 40, 50, things are going to be so much easier and I just won't have to worry about it anymore. Right. So I'm, I'm making a lot of sacrifices now, but I'm confident that it will be worth it. I feel like a lot of people, like even plus 10 years, minus 10 years are not making it. I'm not making enough sacrifices in my life to like really learn the things like in comparison, my industry still moves so fast. Mm -hmm. You can't ever stop learning and like sacrificing your time to like always try to be at the top of your game. Of course. It's like a huge, huge thing that I feel like is always underestimated in in every um, market company or just like profession in general. Yeah, absolutely. It is hard to sacrifice time, like especially at a young age, it's very hard to to make those sacrifices. But that also goes back to... um, having my kid like that's you know other things can push other people but my kid is what pushes me towards making those sacrifices because I want to give him uh, I don't want to say I want to give him an easy life like I want to I don't want to just feed him I want to teach him how to hunt but it's Mm -hmm. like I I do want to like lay the groundwork for a for an easier life for him like giving him opportunity I think that's what every parent wants to do to their kids yeah set them up set them up for success Mm -hmm. and uh yeah teach him teach him how to utilize everything exactly so i guess you were learning learning all this and and figuring out your way through everything and then and then just started uh decided to open a instagram account mm-hmm. and like was your goal to share your what you've learned and try to like help other people absolutely but n- n- the more i think about it now the more i realize when i started getting into stocks and investing and you know real estate investing all that kind of stuff Um, I was inspired to go follow accounts like that on Instagram. And once Mm -hmm. I follow them, I'm always the kind of guy like looking at people going like, I could do that better. Like, (laughs) why don't I do that? I could do that better than that guy. Like, I could do this better. Why you work for yourself. Exactly. (laughs) It's in the blood, man. So, um, you know, I'd follow all these accounts. I think there was like four or five accounts that I was following. Um, They all had like, you know, anywhere from like 20 to 50K followers on Instagram. and I was really inspired by those guys. And I remember this one guy on, on Instagram, his name is Investing Simple on Instagram. He was the first person I started following in that niche. And he he created like an email list where he'd, he'd send out like blog posts and stuff. And he's, he started sending out stuff about um, like being very open about how much money he makes from his Instagram account because he monetizes it through a number of different ways, right? Hmm. And that inspired me to to make my own because so like, you well, saw there's a lot numbers? of potential here yeah i saw the numbers man like this guy had um at the time that i saw this he had about 50k followers or something now he's like way past 100 but um with just like 50k followers this guy was making uh, i think it was about 15 to 1600 bucks a month like consistently just from an instagram account right so it like <laughs> it just blew my mind it's like well that's like great supplementary income to oh, my yeah. my business like that provides more working capital that it does so many things right and obviously, eventually, that could take off into a number of other directions. And uh, I think the ultimate goal of a side hustle is to eventually surpass your your regular income, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's... I was super inspired by that, and then just got got it started. 
And now those same people that inspired me are reposting all my content. I've had people that, that I started following initially have been like stealing my content and like rebranding it and like blocking me because like <laughs> that's actually insane. so I take it as a compliment right I'm just like okay I guess I'm, I'm doing all right so that means you're working hard enough yeah that's I guess for so damn sure you're stealing my stuff so <laughs> yeah, so for everybody for everybody who doesn't know um I encourage you to take out your phone at this moment or if you're already your phone's already open go on Instagram and how, how many followers do you have like right on the on the trading 36. page on, it's it's about 36 it's just about to hit 36k and the handle is positive trading that's it that's it positive trading and you only have do you only have one right now uh yes like there's there's that account and then there's my my company account for my construction business and then obviously my personal account um but yeah as far as this side hustle goes um just the one account positive trading so how long did it take for you to gain traction do you think if you had to estimate like from idea you're inspired by all these um, other pages and you're like, you know what? I think I can do this better. I already did this once in my own business. Uh, let me like, let me give it a go. And then like, how did you even come up with the idea of like, I'm going to make original content for this page? That's tough. Uh, making original content is definitely like the biggest struggle with it. Um, I look at a lot of other accounts and still wonder like how these guys find the time to produce so much original content. Mm -hmm. um, Honestly, a lot of the content that I produce is from whatever book I'm reading at the time. Like, I read a lot of books. I try my best to read a book a week, maybe a book every two weeks. Damn. Are you a fast reader? Uh, not even super fast, man. Like, I don't, like, speed read or anything. Like, there's a lot of people who say they read, like, a book a day because they have speed this read? technique of skimming through. And it's like, yeah, I, I've tried it. I don't enjoy it. I've tried it for, like, a couple pages. And I'm just like, uh. So, um, but I just, I dedicate time out of my day to read. Like, I wake up early in the morning to read. And I read before bed too, instead of watching TV. Um, I feel like it's easier on my eyes, like mm -hmm. less screen time, right? And at the same time, I'm learning. So, um, but back to my point, like basically the books that I read, they're not like, you know, fictional novels and stuff. Like it's all business Stories. related, yeah. finance, self-help, like that kind of stuff, self-improvement. Um, so reading those inspires me to, to make my own content around those subjects. Like I'm not like plagiarizing or anything, but mm -hmm. it's inspiration. And then um, I form it into a way to, uh, to appeal to the masses a little bit better because not everybody reads and not everybody uh, can understand certain things in books. So I, I like to rearrange my thoughts into a way that can appeal to everybody. And the main goal is to inspire. Like I want to inspire other people the way I was inspired by these accounts to begin with. And uh, when I get messages of people saying like, oh, thank you, like you've changed my mindset, like stuff like that mm -hmm. from like across the world, like South Africa or, you know, That's God nuts. knows where, like I get messages like every day from these people. It's, it feels good. It feels really good. Yeah. I, I honestly think you're doing a fantastic job at Thanks, bro. doing exactly what your vision is because um, regardless if you know the market or into that sort of thing, these positive influences and and uh, these mindsets that you're posting will definitely give you a real good reality check. Absolutely. Reality so, check. That's what it's all about. Reading is obviously huge for you. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that helps drown out distractions? Because Absolutely. you're not thinking about, like, obviously you do make time to, like, um, watch TV or play video games or whatever I do. it may be. I do. Like, there's got to be a good balance for sure. Like, I, I do still watch TV. I, I still have Netflix, like... I watch things on YouTube that aren't educational. Like I'm subscribed to all kinds of different 
mm-hmm. uh, different things that aren't educational, but it's all about a good balance. Like if I get stuck in that um, in that zone for too long, I end up realizing my thoughts are just going like all zombie on me. Like I'm not productive anymore. Like I'm just kind of like, like when you watch TV for way too long, you just kind of become brain dead. Like there's nothing yeah. going on in your head. You're just focusing on something that's not important on TV. But when I read, um, sometimes it's actually a bad idea for me to read at bedtime because I get so pumped I don't get to sleep. Like Oh, really? Yeah, because like when I'm reading, it gets me excited. I'm thinking about new possibilities. My my brain's going a million miles a minute. My heart pounds sometimes when something excites me. Like, And that's why I love reading because it inspires me to do, to do more. That is... Um drastically different than what i thought you were gonna say oh yeah a lot of people what read and just say? fall asleep you know what i yeah? mean just closes their eyes and they're like yeah i'm tired but oh, that's interesting that's well crazy. yeah it makes your eyes tired after a while but like the knowledge that you're that you're getting if it's like a non-fictional book um mm-hmm. and something something around like what you're interested in at the time then uh then it can be very inspiring absolutely do you like block out your day in any way or do you time manage um, like chunks of your day and like, Hey, I have like few hours allotted to do this, few hours allotted to do that. Or like, how do you deal with, um, like scheduling? I've been doing more of that recently. Now that this side hustle is taking off, I actually dedicate a couple hours of each morning to, um, to working on that side hustle, like producing content, um, looking over charts, analyzing charts, um, talking to my, my trading groups about those charts. So that takes up a few hours of my morning and I make time to read as well. Um, and then the day starts. I mean, a lot of the time I take time off from the construction company and just like focus on myself throughout the day. I go exercise and, um, you know, cook dinner and prepare meals and stuff like that mm-hmm. and focus on the on the businesses as well from home. Um, but when I do go to go to work for the construction company, it's a different uh, it's a whole different schedule. Because I have to wake up much earlier to take care of everything I need to for the side hustle. And then I go to like my, my nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. Did you have any like um, mentors or, or anything for learning? Unfortunately not. No? Self-taught. I mean, a lot of people talk about like how, how important it is to have a mentor and whatnot. And I, I totally agree. Like I can see how that would be beneficial. Um, but social media and YouTube and stuff like this is like you can just go it's learn like virtual from, mentors pretty yeah. much like i i do have people that i follow like kind of religiously almost and like really take what they say to heart in their in their content mm-hmm. and they inspire me to do better as well and improve what i'm doing in certain ways but as far as like a like a physical like mentor in my life that i that i know personally um there hasn't been any because nobody nobody that i know and nobody in my family um is is in the same kind of field that I'm trying to get into and doing the, the things that I'm doing. So it's it's kind of tough to find a mentor, especially one that you trust and yeah. can get to know, right? For sure. So I feel like at this point, you've got to be thinking or even past thinking and trying to dive into, you're at 36K, uh, you have an audience that cares, you're posting content that's valuable. Are you thinking about how to... Um, monetize it of course how do i like grab emails from everybody the emails is something that i've been thinking about more and more lately but i have been monetizing it like pretty much right off the bat like once you well not right off the bat but once you gain like i think once you pass the 10k mark people Mm -hmm. start reaching out to you like you don't have to do a lot of the work anymore like people reach out to me and ask for just simple shout outs like the instagram story shout outs 
um, and they pay for that. Like it's all via wow. PayPal. So they send me PayPal money and I transfer it to my bank later on. Um, recently I've been getting people wanting me to promote their, their clothing line in the niche of investing and you know, that kind of stuff. Who knew clothing and investing? <laughs> I know, I know. It's interesting, but yeah, stuff like that. And, um, but more so recently I just launched a website based mm-hmm. around this, uh, this niche and the, and the trading page. Um, it's called positivetrading.ca, same as the Instagram handle, but then .ca, right? Um, that is my, it, that's going to be my main source of monetization because I've started a membership, like a $30 a month membership um, for my trading group, my paid trading group, where I teach people how to trade. I give them signals that they should be trading so they can profit as they learn. Um, okay. Because nobody did that for me. So it's it's <laughs> like I want to provide that for other people and I'm making money at the same time. So it's a win-win situation. So what's your what's your like argument on like why these people should should sign up? You're giving your time and knowledge away to these people for like 30 bucks a month. You're giving them tips on like what you think the market's going to do or what you should mm-hmm. trade kind of. Yeah. So the first point is uh, passive income. Like everybody should strive for passive income. Of course. There's, a, there's a famous quote by Warren Buffett. If you don't, if you don't learn how to make money while you sleep, you're going to work until you die. So passive income should be on everybody's priority list, at least somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's the main selling point is I can provide these people passive income, like trade with me. You can earn passive income. Um, but the second point is that I've, like I said earlier, I've dedicated so much of my free time and made so many sacrifices to learn this skill set. Most people aren't going to want to do that. True. <laughs> like it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. Um, and it takes up a lot of my mental capacity. But like I said, not, not everybody's going to want to do that. So I'm kind of saving them the time, but also giving the, giving them the option to be independent traders in the future. Because I'm every trade signal that I'm providing, I'm giving analysis with it so I can teach people why I'm telling you to do that, the evidence behind what I'm saying, and why it should be done. So mm-hmm. in the future, if they want to be independent, they can be. But it, if they want to, you know, if they don't have the, the full time to dedicate towards learning how to trade, then just stick with me. Just keep profiting, like learn little bits as you go, as you feel comfortable. Because um, like I said, I've sacrificed a lot of time to, to learn this skill set. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I could literally, anybody could literally sign up with you, yes. pay 30 bucks a month, not really know what they're doing mm-hmm. and still like just do what you're doing basically. hundred percent. That's what <laughs> you're literally giving copying my for. trades. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, okay. Literally copying my trades. So if it's working for me, it's going to work for everybody. Like a, a trade signal basically is me telling you, um, which pair to trade. Like, let's say go, go buy, uh, go buy. CAD JPY, Canadian dollar versus Japanese yen. Go buy that. And uh, in in the Forex market, there's these things called a stop loss and a take profit limit. Mm-hmm. So you basically, you type in these numbers um, and it's a level of the chart where you want the trade to close itself or take profit itself. So get in and get out. Get in and get out. Because if you don't have those limits, then you could put all your money into a trade and all of a sudden like some some news release about some country's economic whatever comes out and then all of a sudden the price just plummets and you lose like all the money in your account and you're just back to zero and you have to start over again if you have a stop loss though it gets to that certain point and it closes the trade automatically so you don't even have to monitor it and then you lose a fraction of what you could have lost if you didn't have it and take profit is the same because when it gets to a certain point 
it usually retraces and then goes back up, back down, back up, back down. So when it reaches the point that you expect it to reach, it closes and you secure your profit rather than potentially losing it a few minutes later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I, I tell them which limits to take. They just type it into their trading system and they can profit the same way that I'm profiting. So they literally need no knowledge. <laughs> technically, <laughs> technically. But my, my one up on the competition is that you don't have to be stuck with this service forever. Like this isn't something that you have to be paying for for the rest of your life necessarily to mm-hmm. to do this because like... You could just get in, learn from you, and then... Exactly. I'm teaching as you go. Like what if I walk outside and get hit by a bus? And then what do you do? You still don't know how to trade. If I'm gone, you still don't know how to trade. So my one-up on the competition is I'm teaching you how to trade. I'm teaching you how to trade. You can reach out to me anytime. I'll help you. You know, we'll figure it out. And uh, eventually, if you want to, you can become independent and do it on your own. Are other pagers doing stuff similar to that, but just not offering their time? Uh, not really? Not really, man. Like all the other pages I follow, like I've, I've connected with a lot of similar pages in my niche that, mm-hmm. I, um, that I talk to often, like across the world, a lot of people in the States, um, a lot of people in the UK, like other accounts that have like 50K followers or so. Like we keep in touch. We're part of an engagement group, so we comment on each other's stuff and boost engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's really doing that kind of stuff. There's one other guy that has like a website and he has plans for monetization, but in a different way than me. Cool. Like nobody's doing what I'm doing in my niche. It sounds like just like even through what you're doing right now, people are, like you said earlier, kind of stealing, copying your stuff. Yeah. It seems like you are totally original which is honestly pretty rare in, in social media right now. That's true. Um, everyone's kind of just copying some form of what somebody else is but doing. the truth comes out eventually. That's, that's oh, the thing yeah. with social media right now <laughs> is that the truth will come out eventually, like no matter what. You can't fake it. Like it's, it's got to be original. It's got to be authentic. How do you, like what, what are your strategies from, for, for keeping it original? Is it, or is it just go back to like you straight reading do you kind of like shut off from social media and just like, I'm not going to look at what these people are going to post? Nope. No, it's, it's actually kind of the opposite of that. I study what everybody else is doing and make sure not to do it. True. Like that, that's honestly like my best advice to stay original. Like I, I do study the competition. I actually value the competition and I keep in touch with all the competition. Mm-hmm. Like we're like virtual friends because it's like we actually help each other. The competition right. is a good thing for you because even if you have similar content as other people, um, people will follow you like just like i said when i first started following all these accounts i was following like four or five six accounts i wasn't mm-hmm. just following one so the other people in my niche they're they're competition but they can be friendly competition because we can work together because each each person on instagram usually follows like a few different people within that category right right so i don't i don't fear the competition i work with them and we all grow together what's your what's your process in in making um, maybe you say like just a post on Instagram, like say you're, you're reading late at night, um, and you think of an idea and just like, Hey, I want to get at it. Is it something that you do right then and there? Or do you have to like kind of manifest it for a little bit and then get back to it later? I definitely manifest it for a bit, but as I'm reading or even as I'm listening to a podcast or if just something inspires me randomly throughout the day, I just jot it down in my, in my notes, in my phone. When I have time to actually like sit down at my desk and produce content, I go through those notes and I take my time and figure out the best ways to organize those to appeal to people. Um, like there, there's certain things on Instagram that align with the uh, the current algorithm 
the boost engagement and you know stuff like that right so I have to I have to cater to that kind of stuff um, so I really take my time with it what are you using to like create these things like what happens after after the notes there's an app called canva Oh, it's okay. like yeah, a, yeah. you've heard of Canva. Yeah, it's like a really budget and free Photoshop. Like you can you can do a lot of things like from your phone. You don't need a desktop or anything like that. You just do it from your phone. I feel like they have a really good aesthetic, though. They really do. Oh, they have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of free templates if you want to create like graphs and charts and stuff like that. Um, they have a lot of free stock images. They also have like paid paid images and like icons that you can uh, that you can do and you can organize letters however you want and paragraphs. So how long do you think it would take you um, to, to create a single post? Like how much time do you, do you devote a, a day to make it? Like for one single post, it typically only takes like 30 minutes, right? Like if I have something that has inspired me, mm -hmm. I take some time and, and fact check to make sure I'm not misinforming people because that's a huge part. Like yeah. some people just go out there and post whatever. And then you read through the comments and it's like a bunch of people calling the note on like, mm -hmm. this is wrong, this is wrong, what are you talking about? Gotta take that extra minute. Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely fact check, even though, if, like even if I know it's true, I, I fact check anyways, just to make sure uh, from multiple sources. And then I just I just play play around in the app and uh, you know different color schemes, different layouts of text, stuff like that, and just see what would be most appealing to, to the following. Like I've had a few p posts go viral and gain me like thousands of followers from one post. Yeah. Um, and I learn from those ones because I've had other ones where I put a lot of time into it and it gets a small amount of likes. I get maybe a couple follows from it and it just doesn't work out the way I planned. Right. So you just gather all of that data mentally or data, however mm -hmm. you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you learn from it over time. Like it definitely takes time to, to build on that on that skill. Why do you think people struggle so much with investing time into themselves and money into themselves? Because a lot of people. Um, like stocks and that's not the only thing but like just even saving and opening like a tfsa is something that makes people nervous and they're like you know what i'll just go to the mall and buy new shoes because i have extra money <laughs> you know and especially in like your early 20s and stuff um, if you still live at home or if you don't have a lot of bills to pay and whatnot it can be easy to overlook the mm -hmm. things that you're going to care about when you're 30 40 years old um, but me personally i've been living on my own since i was about 18 years old I've been paying rent for a long time. Like I'm, I'm aware of how to, to budget every month in order to not be behind on all my bills. I have to buy my son food and clothes and provide mm -hmm. for him. Um, I need a significant amount of working capital to last me through the, the jobs in my construction company because sometimes I don't get paid for months, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, with that company. Um, so it's all about priorities. And I feel like the people who don't have those kind of responsibilities, they're not aware of why they need to prioritize those things yet. But later on in life, it's gonna become apparent and you're going to be thinking back going, crap, I wish I saved like at least like five grand or like 10 grand or something like I had these opportunities and those opportunities. Because I even beat myself up on like the high school days when I was just trying to save money to buy a better car. Yeah. And it's like, wow, what was I thinking like that? All that money could have been invested. And by now it probably could have increased like, you know, at least three times, five times. Yeah. Like I do the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, my car really didn't need new rims <laughs> exactly. at that time. Like I could have just... Uh, done something way better though but you only exactly. think about those times when you're in time of need right and but, and that's something that you need to um take into perspective because you never know when that will come it just all exactly. of a sudden creeps up on you and you're like damn i'm broke exactly another thing i'd like to touch on is hitting rock bottom like if you haven't hit rock bottom yet you don't know why you need to prioritize certain things 
like like I said, I've been living on my own since I was about 18 years old. There have been times when I was uh, still working for other people that I have been dead broke. Like the paycheck wasn't enough, mm-hmm. wasn't enough to cover certain things, racking up credit card debt and whatnot because it wasn't enough. Um, even though I was moving up quickly, uh, supporting a family at a young age is very tough when you're entering a career for the first time and like you're, you're not getting learning. paid too much. Yeah, just, just learning, right? So if you haven't hit rock bottom, like to the point where you're wondering how you're going to provide dinner the next night, it's like, you know, why, why would I care? Like if you live, if you live at home and your parents are still buying all the groceries and like all that kind of stuff, like you're not going to get that feeling. Yeah. It's not, it's not realistic yet. So, but once you've hit rock bottom, you realize how badly you never want to be there again. Like I have been dead broke Mm -hmm. and I, I will make sure I do everything in my power to never get to that point again. At the time, it probably didn't seem like almost like a blessing. But now would you say, looking back, that's where most of your perspective change came from of like, I know like what it was like living like that and that's the motivation? Is that how you kind of stay motivated of like, Absolutely. I'm never gonna be there again? Absolutely, because it's terrifying. Like when you're, if you're, if you're broke to the point where you're thinking about selling things that you care about mm-hmm. just to pay a bill, um, that's something you never want to experience ever again in your entire life. So you do everything you can to prevent that, right? Would you have any advice for people that like are still living at home? The thing is, it's it's possible to learn from others' experiences. Like mm-hmm. people talk about hitting rock bottom and being in that place. Um, you don't necessarily have to go to that place in order to learn those lessons, but it's all about discipline. Like you have to be disciplined enough to not let yourself get there and disciplined enough to listen to others who have been there. But a lot of people have this this thought that oh it's not gonna happen to me it's fine it's not gonna happen to me but then Until when it does, it does happen then shit gets real so it is possible to listen to other people who've been there and prevent it but it's it's rare and i was a good example of that because a lot of people would tell me like oh don't do this don't do that you're like ah it's fine it's fine but then mm-hmm. when when shit hits the fan you realize okay should have listened um now i know for the future and just kind of build off of it yeah absolutely but um, everything comes from experience right like being told not to do a certain thing and then learning firsthand why you shouldn't do that certain thing is a completely different experience. If you could give like just one ideal thing for people to like how how they could invest in themselves, um, what would be a way? Would you recommend like maybe invest more money into yourself or maybe um, is it, would it be time? It depends. Like... For me, when I think of investing in myself, I think of buying a new book mm-hmm. because the like the ROI of a book is so important. Like what you can do with that knowledge could make you it could potentially make you a billionaire if you utilize whatever knowledge is coming to you. Right. Um, could you recommend a book right now? Recommend a book? Uh, like anything. You know what? Gary Vee's Crushing It is an awesome book, especially for anybody who's trying to get into anything to do with social media. Like it puts things into perspective of how social media is like the new age of millionaires right now. Like that's how mm-hmm. it, it's it's taking over any other profession. Like six figures right now is hard to achieve with a regular job, yet the cost of living is going up so rapidly that six figures is almost necessary. So how else are you gonna achieve it? Like, yeah. Unless you become a doctor or a lawyer, and even then like that's, you, you put a lot, a lot of debt on your, on your name from schooling and whatnot, and it takes a while to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the internet is like, it's a way faster way. And uh, 
it's it's somewhat easier, but you got to be willing to put in the work. Right now, with like the internet and social media together, it that is where like all the ads and all the revenue is coming from. Of you're course. just selling people's attention, even to what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. you get paid for people for people's eyes. Exactly. Like, you are the holder of these people's eyes, and it's just like <laughs> give me money, and I will give you eyes on your product. Exactly. That's essentially what it is. Um, I'm not sure where this quote came from, but it's stuck with me for a long time. I can't remember where I heard it, but. Um, it's once you have the attention, you can do what you want with it. So that's why it was important to me to build this Instagram following because now I have attention. Mm-hmm. And once I have the attention, I can explore different business endeavors that have serious potential of monetization mm-hmm. because I already have the attention. Facts. So that Damn. comes first. <laughs> monetization comes second. Yeah. Because now that I have that attention, you know, I just like a week ago started this paid membership group. Yeah. Got people signing up already because they already know who I am. They already trust me. Yeah. That's uh, huge. That kind of thing. So the attention comes first. I'm not sure where that quote came from though, but I wish I wish I could remember. It's but it's so true because if you tried to enter the market with just like hit like here's um my marketing plan and here i'll sign up with me for 30 30 bucks a month nobody would do it because they don't mm-hmm. know who you are even if exactly. you're a really good trader but now that you've gained a following and gained an audience that like care about you mm-hmm. and the value that you bring to them exactly give a shit. and touching on that as well um one thing i've been really focusing on lately like mentally i haven't haven't put it into reality just yet but one thing i know that i'm going to be working on is uh, growing my personal brand along with the business brand because one thing I'm also realizing about the competition, like I, I study competition like you wouldn't believe, like I'm always, always studying competition. One fault that I see in my competition is that nobody knows who they are. And why, like me as a, if I were There's a customer, no why would I want to give this person my money? I don't know who he is or she, um, why do they the deserve? Web. Yeah, it could be a number of different things, right? So um, I've found that if you grow your personal brand, then people know who they're dealing with and the company is more reputable because they know they can they can come to you if they have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my personal brand is something I've been lacking on. I think I have like four or 500 followers on my personal Instagram page, but they're not 36K on this this business page. But if you grow them together, then there's there's a lot more possibilities. At the same time, I almost feel like it doesn't matter as long as your personal page. It doesn't matter the following as long as it's personable. Mm-hmm. Just in the... You, like you have a sales background and I feel like that's why you have the a leg up on your competition right of like I want to know who I'm giving my money to exactly so if I can go through a simple click and be like oh it's this guy <laughs> oh okay cool exactly. rather than like I I could just be giving my money away and not receiving any product exactly. so it kind of gives you a little bit more validity to mm-hmm. like um Hey, I'm just a regular guy, just like you. That's right. And I'm just building this along. So like, let's do this together. That's right. Like on the positive trading page, I recently added into the the bio of the page, founder, Ara Karabian. And I tagged my, I tagged my name. That was never there before. That was never there before. And I've actually noticed a big difference because people message me directly on my personal. Be like, like, this is who you are. That's awesome. Like, thank you Mm -hmm. for, thank you for helping me. Thank you for changing my mindset. Like, I appreciate what you're doing. Please keep it up keep going don't stop don't listen to any haters like just keep doing what you're doing and i appreciate that and once they see the face they realize like there's there's a human being behind this Mm -hmm. this instagram page a lot of people forget that yeah a lot of people forget that i forget that sometimes too with people (laughs) i'm following but uh that's the thing if there's a if there's a personal side to it um it's easier to connect with have you ever had any like negative feedback um 
on the Instagram page, no. Like I actually really haven't, to be honest. Um, That's awesome. On my construction page, I've had a few people criticizing work because you know tradesmen can be super picky and mm. uh, opinionized. But how do you deal with that? Uh, like, do you reply facts. to them? <laughs> I reply to them with facts. Like <laughs> there was this one guy who was commenting on like how I did something like to do with uh, wainscoting that I did in somebody's home. And he was telling me, oh, I did this and this and this wrong. And I just responded like, you know, like, what are you talking about? Like, just responding with facts, like, over and mm-hmm. over again. And then they, you know, the guy apologized. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I was just, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, with that kind of stuff, there's there's a lot more criticism. Um, because tradesmen are very opinionized. But as far as the trading page goes, um, mm-hmm. that little side hustle, there's been no negative feedback. Uh, when I first started the, uh, the trading group, though, where I'm telling people the trades to make and giving them advice there was this one guy uh i think he was like from russia or something he he took one of the trades and keep in mind not every trade is a winner like i i give like five or so signals per day mm-hmm. uh usually three out of five are winners or four out of five are winners there are some losers and that's just a that's just a part of trading right mm-hmm. uh, i so can this, see how that would get yeah so this one guy keep in mind i could tell this guy was using a demo account which is basically an unlimited number of fake money um, like you can once you join the uh, the trading platform you can you can open a demo account and trade with like a hundred grand if you want 500 grand a million dollars true so this guy was clearly using a demo account and he's just like yo I just I just lost 15 grand from this trade that you sent and uh, I'm like you need to pay that to me right away I'm just like uh, I'm not responsible for any losses like I, mm-hmm. I, I give disclaimers about that um, and he was just like threatening me threatening my life saying he's gonna send his Russian friends to come find me, Damn. you know, all that kind of stuff. So you got to kind of put that aside, right? Um, how do you how do you respond with, with things like that? Do you, like, try your best to keep your cool and yeah, try to keep level-headed about everything and think it through? Of course. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be scared and, you know, take this one guy's uh, negativity and shut down my whole operation because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I actually posted about that guy within the trading group just to give another disclaimer, being like, I'm not responsible for any losses. I'm not telling you guys you have to make this trade. I'm giving direction and advice, and I'm trying to help. Mm-hmm. Turn it so, into a lesson. Exactly. So if you lose, like, it's that's part of trading. Like, we're gonna we're gonna lose sometimes, but as long as the winners are bigger than the losers, then you're solid. Um, but you know, people responded to that, saying like, yo, don't listen to that guy. Like, he's crazy. Don't worry about it. Not every trade can be a winner. Like you're helping mm-hmm. everybody. Like keep doing what you're doing. Don't listen to them. Um, so I, yeah, I try to keep cool, even though it's it can be a little stressful at times. But that was that was like the only, the only real experience where somebody was negative towards me. Is that something that you try to apply um, in your own life and maybe your son's life as well, just to to take because, like, shit happens in real life <laughs> and like you mess up. Yeah. Is that something? Just be like, hey, just take it with a grain of salt. Be level-headed. Don't make any aggressive actions. Absolutely. Um, Is that something that's hard to teach and implement? Very hard to teach because, you know, one of the things with having a kid at at a young age is, um, like, I'm still learning about life myself, man. So it's hard to teach a five-year-old, like, (laughs) what he should be doing and shouldn't be doing when I'm still trying to figure out what I should be doing and shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's difficult at times. Like, me and my son work on it together. 
Like that's so cool. Uh, we we both have uh, ups and downs, and it's a part of life, and we try and work on it together. You know, if, if one of us gets heated about something, or if we don't agree about something, like we have ways of <laughs> talking about it and like resolving the problem before we get angry with each other and stuff like that. What's your favorite part of being a dad? My favorite part about being a dad. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Just having a little mini me running around like it's cool, man. Like it, it gives you so much, um, so much hope for the future. Like that's positive. That's yeah, a positive. It just thing gives you so much hope for the future, man. It's like this is this is the future generation, and I actually have a part in like Shaping attempting it. to mold the, the future mm-hmm. generation. Like it's cool, and um, I think with every parent, like the goal is to make your kid like an improvement of yourself too. Like you mm-hmm. want you want your kid to not make the same mistakes you did, and just be better. Uh, all around so that's a huge part of it for me man like I enjoy I enjoy that challenge do you find it like a little nerve-wracking that um he's entering like this world of like the internet right now like he's gonna be raised <laughs> by the internet in in yeah, just that's everything a little scary you know what he's been bugging me for an ipad for like the past two years he doesn't have one no he doesn't have an i, I don't let him do, Dude, you know i think that's kind of weird you know but like, um, how often do you walk around anywhere and there's a little baby at, at, exactly. out for dinner holding their iPad? Because it's, come on, they just want to keep the kid quiet. Yeah. Keep them. But like, respect to you for to stick into your ways because in our generation, we grew up with flip phones. We didn't yeah. grow up with iPhones mm-hmm. and iPods and that stuff. It, it, it escalated there. Exactly. And now we've got to here. But it's yeah. just like, I can't imagine what it's going to be like in 10 20 that's years that's the fear and that's why I, that's why i don't give him an ipad at this age because it's like i'm scared of what it like what the future holds if this is the way it's going to keep going like if everybody's having um ipads and iphones at such a young age and just like attached to it and there's not many filters on social media like any mm-hmm. any kid with a, a phone or an ipad can reach all the negativity on social media just like anybody else can right mm-hmm. and that's kind of scary like i don't think that he should be exposed to that at such a young age. So I'm trying to just keep him pure as long as I can, man. One of the things too, is I think, and even for myself, it takes away the ability to think for yourself. Like I'll take a break um, and I'll go on my lunch. And recently I've replaced it with reading because I found, I'll go on my phone, I'll watch a YouTube video, I'll, go, mm-hmm. I'll scroll Instagram, and then I'll go back to work. And I'm like, I feel like I didn't have a break because my brain never yeah, shut off. Because exactly. I'm just listening to people and watching things and getting ads thrown at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not thinking for myself and I'm not letting my brain like decompress. I yeah. think that's one of the biggest things right now of like, you're straight up just like giving your time and your energy away without knowing it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's hard to realize at the time. Um, one of my uh, one of the people I connect with on Instagram posted about this recently, and we had a we had a chat about it through direct messages. Um, the importance of disconnecting, mm-hmm. like I think it's huge, and I think as time goes on, everybody's neglecting it more and more and more. Like we're all just glued to our phones, glued to the screens. Because it's hard um, to realize. It's it's very hard to realize, and then later on, you feel like you didn't accomplish anything throughout the day, and that's the biggest. You know, thing. there's so many negative aspects to it, but it all comes back to balance. Like, mm-hmm. as hard as I work, I still do make time to uh, to go play basketball, to to exercise, to to watch Netflix, to play video games, to skate, like all kinds of things. So it's got to be a balance. One of the biggest things for you then is to keeping a very solid balance in your life. How do you like? I'm aware that I need to be spending less time watching tv and spending mm-hmm. less time in front of my computer and instagram and stuff like that how do you actually implement that 
into like, okay, I got to go to the gym. I got to like do all these things. That's a difficult like, question, man. You know you need balance and yeah. you're obviously succeeding at doing it. But like, how do you do it? Honestly, keeping yourself in check. Yeah, keeping myself, keeping my goals in check, man, because my goals, I have big goals. I don't mm -hmm. just settle for like, oh, I want to make $100,000 a year. Like, no, I'm aiming for eight figures mm -hmm. because then when you aim for that high, you will just, you'll start taking the steps to get to that point. And then you realize, well, six figures is nothing. Mm -hmm. Seven figures is even achievable if I keep on this path. Um, but like you got to aim high. Yeah. And that, that makes it easier to achieve the goals because if I'm sitting around watching Netflix all day, I'm distancing myself so much from my goals. Yeah. And I'm just putting myself behind. So like, I'm all about fast tracking. Like I want to keep fast tracking and doing everything I can um, to get to my goals faster. And my ultimate goal is financial freedom, obviously. Um, and the freedom to not be not be told when to, what to do or when to do it, mm -hmm. um, you know, to go on vacation whenever I feel like, you know, stuff like that, right? <laughs> so when I when I feel that I'm spending too much time doing this and that, like you know, on social media or uh, watching TV or video games or something like that, I know it's taking me far away from my goals. So it's really just listening to yourself and being like, like look inside and be like, hey, I've been here for a while. Let's move on. Yeah, self-discipline too. Yeah, but that comes with, with making mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta make mistakes. You gotta you gotta fail. You gotta make mistakes, because then when the opportunity comes around again, to repeat history, you know that you should make a different choice. Cool, man. Yeah. I love where your head's at. Let's appreciate uh, that, buddy. First wrap-up question we got is literally no rules. What's being slept on right now? What's being slept on right now? Um, it could be. Uh, an album, a film, uh, food, um, anything. Hmm. That's a great question. Yeah, you can think on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough question, man. You know what? I think, like, I'm going to have to just be general about it. Like, just educating themselves. Like, <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that comes to mind. Like, because everything started changing for me when I took the time to start educating myself. Because they don't teach you anything about life in school. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I didn't even really go to school, but like all my education came from being self-taught and that's the beautiful thing about it. So I feel like what people are sleeping on is taking the time and making certain sacrifices to educate themselves, like reading books, listening to podcasts, mm -hmm. going on YouTube for something educational rather than just something uh, to consume. I'd have to say that, man. Can't that's, get too specific about no, it. No, that's good. That's Nothing so Nothing comes perfect. to mind immediately. That goes straight back to like take take initiative of your own time and take back your own time instead of just like time. coming coming home from work and then spend the next few hours just mindlessly scrolling or watching exactly you could be learning yeah um what is one thing that you are thankful for right now my son <laughs> that, <laughs> that comes to mind immediately this kid has changed my life he's he's everything to me like he's my entire life he's the reason i wake up in the morning he's the reason i do what i do He's, he's what keeps pushing me to do better. And the way he looks up to me and tells his buddies about me and stuff is, uh, it's just the best feeling in the world. Like I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't necessarily recommend to people to have kids so young, mm -hmm. but it's, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wouldn't change it for the world. That's what I'm thankful for. Cool. And any advice that's stuck with you, um, either lifelong or just recent? 
Dude, so many things come to mind. I literally, <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time picking something. I mean, this quote comes to mind. Again, I'm not sure who, who said this either, but if you, um, if you don't build your dream, somebody's going to hire you to build theirs. And that, that sticks with me all the time. Dude, that and is your story. Yeah, that is literally my story. That's why I don't, I don't conform to what other people want and what they, they want of me and, you know, what they think I should be doing. Um, and also some great advice is, uh, you know, don't take business advice from somebody with a nine to five job, really, you know, because a lot of people want to tell you what to do when you're out on your own doing your own thing. And it's like, uh, why should I listen to you? I mean, have you have you done it, or you know, do you have any experience doing it? You That's know? so good. Just in even... general, right? Like, you don't take advice from somebody who's never even thought about it before. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to to think they're a know it all and just tell you what to do, right? But you got to do it for yourself. Facts. Um, okay, hit him hit him with the social plugs. You social plugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my personal is Ara Kerbabian. Uh, A-R-A-K-E-R-B-A-B-I-A-N. The trading account is Positive Trading, and the website is www.positivetrading.ca. And if you want to check out the construction work that me and my crew do, it's AMK Carpentry on Instagram. Boom. Boom. Heard it here first. Get to it, people. (laughs) Thank you very much for coming and sitting down. Thanks for having me, brother. As always, thanks for listening. If you have any feedback or you just want to say hi, email me at hello at thecreativeherd.ca. And don't forget to check out Positive Trading on Instagram and positivetrading.ca on the web.